Welcome to Business Talk Sister Gawk. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we are doing part two of our series on relationship boundaries in business. And uh, we're going to start off with some information uh, from somebody else, actually, for once. <laughs> <laughs> Not for once. We cite people. <laughs> but okay. So it's, this uh, quote is from onewomanshop.com. And the quote says, say no to anyone or anything that doesn't fall into your current priorities. Um, and I think that kind of, yeah, just along that same line of, of things that we've talked about before in the past of knowing what your core values are as a business and then setting the goals that you want to work towards as a business and how do those partnerships with people, uh, those relationships with people align with those priorities that you have. Um, and if there's things like you don't, you don't have to have close business relationships with everyone in every different field. Like you can say, you know, like this is really not something that aligns with my priorities or this project that they want me to take on or something like that is not necessarily in alignment with what I want to be doing. And it's okay to say no to that. Yeah, it definitely. And especially if you know what your goals are. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's good to have core values, but if you say this is where my business is going, you have to keep consistent about getting there. Mm -hmm. If you deviate and take on things um, that don't necessarily make sense, it could be a really poor spot, especially if it's something that's going to be long-term instead of just a short-term project. And it's okay to make pivots in your business and pursue other things. But if you're constantly making pivots, like every single day, like, of like oh, now I'm going to do this, and now I'm going to do this, and now I'm going to do this, that doesn't make you look like a very ethic uh, consistent consistent person or really like someone who really is is going towards something and it's not even like what you look like it's what you're actually doing like that's you're jerking yourself all over the place of in the trajectory of your life so having those goals and knowing this is what i'm pursuing those goals can change that's okay but having those things set in place and knowing this is what I'm pursuing is really important so then you can very clearly draw that line in the sand of like this is this is where I'm going that I, that's I'm not going to take that step towards that because that's just not where I'm at. Yeah, and and I think it's really valuable to understand that it's okay, like Ruthie was talking about you don't have to be best friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that especially social people struggle with. Um, <laughs> you don't have to be best friends with everyone. That's not that's not professional either in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So understanding what other people value is also important. Whether Whether that person's value system is consistent with your own is also very important because... And, and it's okay to work with people who don't have the same value system on certain areas. However, if that person is so inconsistent with your own that it poses a problem, you need to have that boundary. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is, is some people take their personal life and inject it into their business and expect things from you that you should not be doing. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try not to be very specific in that because I've had lots of those situations, but I do know some people where they've worked with somebody and then afterwards they've said, Hey, do you mind also picking up my kids or, <laughs> or things like that? And it's like, you know, that's not what you were working on at all. I mean, if you're my friend, I'd have no problem with it, but that just is very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. So understanding what that person is about too. Um, so talking with people and understanding who they are, asking them questions. 
what mm-hmm. what is your family like or i mean in, in those situations it's good to self-disclose a little bit or just oh so do you live in the area or whatever things like that just to get to know them that's that's um allowing yourself to reciprocate relationship that is a natural part of building trust and and psychologically it's actually something that if someone self-discloses it creates more likability of someone and it's okay to disclose some information right some personal information but you don't need to put everything out there Mm -hmm. right so if you're ever feeling pressured to self-disclose that's it's really important to kind of step back and say why is this happening why does this feel like why do i feel pressured in this situation is it because i feel like they don't need to know or is it because this is a sensitive topic for me that maybe they don't know it's a sensitive topic for you maybe they're not trying to pressure you but it's okay to kind of step back and reevaluate like i don't want to share this (laughs) and even you can say that that is an okay thing to say you know i don't really want to share that But I think it's important in your boundaries of relationship (laughs) to understand that some people are more relational in their question asking than other people. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's asking you, hey, I'm, you know, when I was younger, I used to have people ask me all the time, do you have kids? Mm -hmm. And I would be like, no, I don't. But some people would take that very offensively and say, I can't believe you would assume that about me. Mm -hmm. And you guys just take a step back and realize that they're just trying to be nice and get to know you Mm -hmm. it's not all about their intentions of seeing if or stereotyping you into something don't take that offensively but find a way to like create positive relationship Mm -hmm. that is in a different avenue one of my responses to that was no but i have a dog (laughs) and and talking about that instead do you like animals Mm -hmm. um those are okay things to do in in creating that now we're going to go into why that aspect of sharing a little bit about your business with the right people mm-hmm. it's important to seek wise counsel about your business but you don't need to seek wise counsel from everyone you need to know what to share and with who mm-hmm. and recently i was thinking about this randomly while i was washing windows um it's <laughs> like huh you know i don't think that it's a good idea, like if you have kids someday, to ask advice from every single person about how you should parent because then you're inviting every single person that you ask to be a voice in how you should parent. And so you're just inviting this opinionated flow of what you should do, what you can't, you shouldn't do all the time. So like, and that can really be crippling because it's very like, stressful. Yeah. And like, you're trying to please all these different people all the time. And the same thing applies to business. You don't have to ask every single person all the time what you should be doing. And and we just need to also come back to your identity is not in other people's approval. Yeah. You do not need to function your business off of what other people say your business should be doing. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you will go under. And And, go crazy. (laughs) And yeah, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I've seen so many people that they have taken bad advice from somebody else. Trying to please them. Trying to please them because they said, oh, well, this person said that (laughs) I should do this I love this example of like you should have pizza your ice cream shop like no (laughs) thank you for your advice but no and and it's okay to say you know what that's not on brand that's not our focus Mm -hmm. but thanks for the thought Mm -hmm. that might or if it's a good idea you know what that's a good idea but not right now Mm -hmm. because we're not ready for that Mm -hmm. And it's okay to store those ideas away. But 
as you have a business, everyone's going to be more than willing to tell you what you should be doing in life. (laughs) So how do you select those wise people to seek counsel from? Well, I think it really comes back to measuring their performance in their life. Do they have experience, first Mm -hmm. of all? Mm -hmm. Um, and, And is that experience in just relationship with other people? Or are they good at business? Do they know a lot about business? Or have they learned a lot from other people? It doesn't necessarily mean that they... Um, you shouldn't ever take advice from someone that's never done business. I don't mean that at all. Mm-hmm. But I do mean that in choosing those mentors, you don't just walk up to random people and start gushing about how you need help and have them counsel you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely not, right? So we're going to transition a little bit more too into people that are making comments about your business or maybe just about you that make you feel uncomfortable, because especially as you go different places or you start networking with other people, honestly, there's a lot of people out there that don't have great intentions. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this from other people a lot that sometimes people will tell you your business is going to fail on purpose because they don't want you to start your business because it takes some of your time and that takes away from their time with you. Mm -hmm. So be aware of people's comments and how they make you feel and start asking questions about their intentions in that. And Ruthie can can speak a little bit more to that in, in a little bit of a different way as well. I think specifically how I've seen this play out is that I'm a woman in business. <laughs> and there are sometimes when people make comments that you're not really comfortable with, that it's like, why why would you ask that? And I think it is okay to ask them that. What are your intentions in asking me that question? And, and I think another, I'm going to just chime in on this, that um, we actually had a little bit of mentorship from Thea Dudley. I love doing podcast interviews with people because <laughs> afterwards we get to hang out for a little bit and talk. And, and one of the things she was very clear about is calling out people who are dragging other people down. Mm-hmm. And this is really common where if somebody's not there and then somebody says something about them and it might not be the most kind thing. And, and when you say, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. or hey that was not okay to say I don't care if you like that person or not um, you shouldn't talk like that about people and I think there's a fine line here that you kind of have to don't take offense to every single thing and Joel Joel is great and always tells me that I cannot take offense on other people's behalf and my like, husband <laughs> oh yeah Joel Becca's husband <laughs> tells me that a lot and like and it's true because I I care very deeply about other people and so when someone says something bad about them my I get offended on their behalf and that's not my place you know like I can't feel someone else's feelings for them maybe they wouldn't have even cared if someone said that but I think it's like there's a fine line of of not taking every single comment and being offended by it but then also acknowledging like wow you know like just digging deeper why did you say that what was your heart in that like why what was the purpose of that and sometimes people just will completely back down oh no no that's not what I meant and then then you can dialogue more about that but that's part of being self-aware and part of kind of allowing other people to be self-aware too. You said this and this is what it made me think. And I'm questioning why you would say that. <laughs> so those kind of boundaries though, we're talking about those specifically within business because we've seen them play out in business, especially yeah. in smaller communities of people that a lot of businesses work together. And it's important that, especially within referring business to one another, um, being aware of, of how words can affect other people really affect their business too Mm -hmm. so 
that's why we talk about that. We see that as valuable because a lot of people depend on other people in an economy. Mm-hmm. So the next thing we want to talk about is setting boundaries for yourself in in how you represent yourself. And, and I know we've talked about this in branding and stuff, um, but what you're wearing and even what you smell like. And and I I find that like we laugh about it, but this is something that we learned really early on. I mean, especially, so we're going to go back to that 4-H thing. There was this whole like career day that they put on for us one time and they really hyped on the fact, hey, you know what? If you show up to a job interview and you have so much cologne on, the interviewer can barely breathe. That's a problem. And, and that's important. Like, what is that boundary? I mean, go ahead, Ruthie. Okay, so I was just thinking about, um, one time we went on this youth trip and I literally, we had a lot of teenage boys who, and this is my senior year of high school, we had a lot of teenage boys who just did not understand the concept of hygiene. And like, so I literally stood outside the bus with a stick of deodorant and made them each put on deodorant before they got into the bus. I was like, I am not driving 16 hours on a bus with you. You smell rank (laughs) so anyway that's just like smell it does matter she draws boundaries for herself about what she's putting herself into (laughs) but okay so in terms of like the clothing you wear seriously though there's a difference between how people would treat you and how you dress Mm -hmm. and and i think that this goes for both men and women Mm -hmm. um because there's a lot of things that people even in the clothing that they wear whether they're wearing a shirt that has profanity on it or just showing up ill-prepared with stains all over their clothing in a in a tank top i'm sorry but that's that's representing something about you and and how you want people to treat you and i think ruthie found another quote that she's going to read for us yeah Uh, this is from theproductivityzone.com and it says a lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect um so and i think that knowing what are your clothing boundaries? <laughs> I feel like that kind of ties in like of just like this is something that I will not wear if I'm going to go into a business interview or going to do a pitch or something like that. This is something the kind of thing that I will not wear. Um yeah. Yeah, and and I think it's important to sometimes I don't know why, but I end up looking like I I have a librarian themed closet. Because <laughs> you do, I do. I, I've I've it's great. Yeah, love that. That's definitely your style, and it works well for you. Either that, or I just look like Steve Jobs, <laughs> <laughs> black and jeans, turtleneck all the time. <laughs> so, what is it that you're doing right now, and something you would be okay with? Is it, is it something that you'd be okay with on the front page of the news? Mm-hmm. Whether that's what you're wearing or what you're talking about, like, would you be okay with that plastered on the front page of the news? And, and, and that is a boundary that a lot of people don't even realize until they get into business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that do business in a way that is not ethical. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will ask you to do things that you might not feel comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. And it is okay to come back to that person and say, that's not something I ever want to be a part of. So know what platforms you're okay with people communicating with you on. And this is really important for your business and for your personal life, having those boundaries in between. And Ruthie's going to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. So just kind of like we, I know we talk a lot about time management, but that is a huge part of owning a business, especially small business, but any business, honestly. Anyway, but like knowing 
okay, I'm okay with people texting me or I'm not okay with people texting me. I'm okay with people calling me from this time to this time. And then being respectful to your clients and to the other people that you're partners with and saying, these are my boundaries. Um, these is, this is when I will respond to text. This is when I will not respond to your emails. And then also in that, like acknowledging when you're okay with responding to your personal things. So if you're doing stuff during the workday, this is also something that the productivityzone.com talked about. Like, um, if you are during your workday, you shouldn't be responding to personal calls and texts, or maybe you are okay with that. Like that's a boundary that you need to set for yourself. We're not going to sit here and tell you what you can and can't do, but know what you're okay with. Because then when people like are like, well, you didn't respond to my emails. Like, yeah, because you sent it at four in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> like I'm not going to respond to your email. Um, but yeah, just knowing that and then clearly communicating that with other people because I don't know, like they, they shouldn't get offended by that. You've told them already. And so now they're, they're the one crossing the line. And I think... Um, that's actually something we talked a little bit about that we didn't really touch on right now, but creating good policies. Mm -hmm. You need to create policies that are okay being flexible, but knowing that you're probably going to add more policies as your business grows. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're going to take policies out that you're like, oh, just kidding. In certain situations, this is okay or whatever, but it's okay to have a policy that says, you know what? I am not okay with um, accepting calls after this time period. It's just a policy I have. It's out of respect for my family. Mm-hmm. And people need to be okay with that. And in Ruthie's situation, <laughs> um, she doesn't have kids right now, but like, it's okay to still say that. <laughs> for my kids. <laughs> Maybe not lie and say I have kids. That could cause problems down the road. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. So be aware of your surroundings and the situations that you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are things that if you say yes to today, so for example, offering delivery of, of a product and then, when you start getting thousands of orders, are you really going to be able to maintain all of that delivery by yourself? Mm-hmm. If you make an exception for a few people, there's an expectation set mm-hmm. and they're going to be upset if you change. But if you have to change and you've said, you know what, I'm sorry, that wasn't profitable for our business. We're going to be doing this instead. And here's why. And this is how we're going to serve you better. Um, there's ways you can go about that politely and clearly communicating that whether you send out a mass email, whether you have specific verbiage that you say to every single person that calls in and ask for that, be consistent in your response. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think like along that same line of, of how things kind of fluctuate, know what phase your business is in, (laughs) you know, like if you are in a startup, startups take a lot of time. And it's important to communicate that with your loved ones. You know, like this is, this is where I'm at right now. It's going to take a lot more of my time. Maybe you're spending 12 hours a day on it or whatever. Um, But just communicating to them, it's not always going to be this way. Yeah. And that comes back to, we talk about this a lot, but long-term versus short-term gratification. Mm -hmm. You really, especially at the beginning, you're going to need to sacrifice some things in your personal life to get something off the ground. Mm-hmm. And the people around you need to be okay with that. And if they're not okay with it, maybe you shouldn't be doing that right now. Mm-hmm. And that's an okay thing to decide. Yeah. But when you set those boundaries for yourself, it's going to be setting your personal and professional life up for success. Mm-hmm. So the last thing we're going to talk about is that when you're evaluating your expectations of other people, you should be doing that often. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you shouldn't be expecting someone else's business that's providing you a service or maybe you're working with them to respond to you in an, in a time frame that is just 
truly not practical for them in their schedule. And, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be demanding that of other people. Mm-hmm. And Ruthie and I deal with this all the time with one another that <laughs> I have so many ideas. <laughs> and then I, I don't have control over every waking moment of Ruthie's day. And I shouldn't, but it's important to recognize that that is a lot of times for business owners. One of the reasons they went into business to begin with was because they like control. And if you try to micromanage people that are not even your employees, let alone if you're doing that to your employees, that is just unprofitable by the way, (laughs) but other people, you're going to lose respect with those people and, and they don't need to know or you, that you don't need to know what they're doing with all of their time if they get back to you and get the job done in a timely manner. Okay, so we're going to transition now into our gawk portion. <laughs> and today, Rudy's going to tell us another story. So <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so I said this thinking that you would remember. I did not remember this <laughs> yeah. at all, but like, go ahead because so, it's good. <laughs> Becca was a 4-H ambassador. We've talked about this before. She was a state ambassador. And um, one time, so like when you line up for food and stuff like that there's always a person that sits at the front of the line and they do this little clicker button so that every person that goes through the line you click the how many people ate so anyway so i that was my turn to do it and i'm sitting there with this little clicker and becca went through the line she's one of the first people to go through the line she was like I'm going to write this mustache on you. And I think it was like before everybody lined up. So it was like the ambassadors went through first and then later on, then the the rest of the 4-H'ers came. And so then it was like a significant amount of time between that. And then, so I had this mustache, this green mustache on my face that she drew on with a marker. And then I was <laughs> because I'm so kind. Yeah. I let her do it. It wasn't like it was a secret. Anyway, but then people just kept looking at me weird the whole time. And they would just like, stare at me and stare at me and I was like what is going on and then I finally was like oh my word I've got a green mustache on my face and now everybody saw it and then it was like one of those things that was like if I was severely self-conscious I probably would have wanted to crawl in a hole and cry but I was like this is hilarious like I'm such a dork how could I forget that you either have to crawl in a hole and cry or just laugh it off Yeah. So thanks so much for joining us this week. Join us again next week. We love our listeners. Like our uh, Facebook page, businesstalksistergog.com. Follow us on Instagram. Look at our website. You have many options. Just check us out. Have a great week.